Okay, we're running. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode five of the Super Puppy Podcast. Um, I am here today with a dear friend who I will introduce. Give it up for Mark Carter, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mark, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Okay, so usually I have my guests try something to when we start off, right. um, just to get them warmed up. Right. Okay? So I would like for you to say Super Puppy Podcast three times fast. Oh, is this like a vocal? This is like... A like warm-up exercise. Get your nice teeth, tongue, lips going. Super Puppy... Super... Super, <laughs> super Puppy Podcast. Super Puppy... Super Puppy Podcast. Super Puppy Podcast. <laughs> Three times? Can I? <laughs> Let, okay, let's just super, say once super, for super, now. Super Puppy Podcast. Super Puppy Podcast. Super Puppy Podcast. I'm starting to sound like the Rain Man over here. <laughs> you look like I'm too bad. Y'all, his arms across, eyes closed and shit. That is some hard shit to do. I don't know. Okay. Super Puppy Podcast. Super Puppy Podcast. There you go. There it is. Yes, yes. Welcome, brother. Welcome. I'm glad to be I've here. known you a long time now. A long time. How long have you been on this comedy scene? 11 years. 11 years. On and off. On and off, me too. Yeah. 11 on and off, but mainly the last, I say the last, what, five? No, I'll say six years. Consistently. Consistently. Okay. Consistently. We've seen them come and we've seen them go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I've chosen to name this show OGs in this piece. Oh, yeah? We oh, we're the OGs. Yes, we are. Yeah, we yes, OGs. we are. No one knows that either. No one knows that. No one has any clue. Like, like I was. I remember I was at the Big Hut one time, and um, me and a buddy of mine, Zoom. I, know, I think you know mm-hmm. Zoom. Zoom, yeah. So we did an interview with Jason. Jason Weems. Shout Jason Weems. Jason Weems. So personal fave. Yeah. And so as we're talking, and I'm in the group, they're looking like, "How the hell does this motherfucker know him?" And I'm like. I didn't know this is my oh gee yeah, this, this is my buddy we, we started this together <laughs> you motherfuckers better be glad okay. I got a girl pregnant <laughs> yeah. and decided to be a daddy goddammit and I had to come back you got you got your they, some of these people like you what you better you lucky. be glad you, you lucky you lucky you lucky you lucky let's see we know you from Red Lounge where you so graciously took the torch from me oh yeah and held Basically, it down with Sean I stole it. No, you didn't. Yeah, I, did. <laughs> I gave it to you. No, you well, kind I, of. I, I gave it to you. Okay, you gave it to me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I did that. Okay, um, RFD. Yes, yes. Oh man, RFD. RFD, man, it was a good spot, man. It was the best. It was. It was. It was as close to Nima, and I told Jason this because Jason was like, I, "I have. He has not found a room yet that can come." To what Nima was at uh, that time. Nima. And I told him, I said, RFD was turned into that room. It was. It was turned Because you could always have a good crowd. Good crowd. You could work out on you could work. You basically could work out and you weren't at that point like I don't know what the We'll get into that. I think <laughs> I think once what <laughs> I think being able to work out is what's missing right now. Yeah. Because you feel pressure to always perform. Always be on, always be on top. There's of no game. real comfortable spots where people can just work out. And well, that's what we offer to Cafe Nima. And a little later on, a little later on in the show, we're going to induct you into the Cafe Nima Hall of Fame. Because, <laughs> and we plan on having. I don't got a white woman though. Well, <laughs> yet, yet. Uh, yeah, you're right, but not yet. Yes. I don't have one yet. <laughs> we still, the, the, the verdict is still out on the black only, ass. I think only two of my comrades 
I think I'm the one of two comrades if we don't have white women. Yeah. Because mm. well. I'm not even sure if, if Sarah's going to win. If he wouldn't got a white man, I would be like, oh, <laughs> see, I know it. So we're going to induct you into the Hall of Fame. We're going to talk about the Mark Carter Show on Facebook. Tell oh, us yes. about this. What is this? Uh, the Mark Carter Show sprung up from an idea that I had. Um, well, first, I used to do Just Jokes Radio. Mm-hmm. And tell us about that first. However. I, I did. I, I was uh, doing Just Jokes Radio with Nikki Moore and Lester Perrin. Um, but the she didn't like the venue that we were doing it at. She didn't like the studio that much, so she wanted to stop doing it there. Which, uh, for certain reasons, I, I understood. Yeah. But I love doing radio. Like, I love... I, I love it, too. I, I, you know, I love it. So I was, like, out Florida um, on a vacation slash work deal. My mother had hired me for a gig. And um, while I was out there, a good friend of mine, her name is Angie, we were talking, and we was just, like, talking about certain stuff. And I I love having the conversation about certain things, whether it be political, whether it be relationships, whether it be whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I don't want to go back and then that has to stop. Yeah. So when I went back, I was like, you know what? Facebook Live is for me. It's, it's, it, it's, <laughs> it, it lets you do this. Why not? Try it out. See what happens. And the reception I've been getting has been has been good. I've I've had I got a steady following of ten. Ain't that many? I mean, it's a good group. Yeah, ain't it's that many? Group. But it's ten people that, that log on specifically at twelve o'clock to two to hear me talk for two hours and we interact and all that. I, I, I mean, I hold court for two and a half hours and it's fun. Yeah. So hopefully, I can take that. I'm getting ready to start doing a, a start doing a YouTube channel with me and my daughter. Oh, uh, cute. Some other stuff. So. Yeah, 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 things on the horizon. Yes, yes, things are things are things are in the works. I love it. They're brewing. I remember uh, the episode I caught you were eating them damn oysters. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) You got to keep the uh, uh, what is the The yang up? Yeah, got to keep the yang up. (laughs) And at that point, I had to eat oysters, you know, because later on that night I was going to be, you know, indulging in some sexual activity. Y'all, he wasn't just eating them; he was like slurping them out of the the can. And drinking the juice. Oh, if you gonna eat them? You might as well eat them all the way. He's like, so. you gotta love the juice, like yes. with hot sauce. You ever done that shot with hot sauce? Oh, come on, brother, you got to try. Ew, my stomach is turning. You got to try. You can You've also performed at the Howard Theater, the Lincoln Theater. Yes. Tell us about those experiences. Uh, the first time I performed at the Howard Theater, um, it was a clusterfuck. What's that? Yeah. Uh, because when you go out, the, that was the first time I was I had performed in front of over 100 people. Yeah. And it was damn near 400, 500 plus. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so I go, here's, here's what happened. So I try to do this, like, gimmicky thing, which I'm never <laughs> going to fucking ever do again in my life. So I decided... The whole time, I was like, I'm going to do this gimmicky thing. It's going to be great. So I was thinking of this. So I took my daughter's scooter, and I took it on stage. So I was I, I was trying to set this thing up all day. So I'm riding around <laughs> while we sound checking right. backstage, all that. I'm like, oh, this, oh it's going to be great. Right. So I ride out on the stage. I didn't plan for this to happen. When I proceeded to turn back because I wanted to, you know, DJ do some music and I wanted to see them, see a crazy motherfucker come out on a little pink-ass scooter. Right. So when I came to turn back to come back towards the mic, I pilt. 
<laughs> fell flat on my face. No. In front of 500 plus people. <laughs> Got up like ain't a damn hey. thing happening. <laughs> Went to the mic and started telling jokes, and everybody was like, nah, motherfucker, you don't know what the, you, you just built in front of all of us. You ain't gonna say shit. So for me to try to warm into my shit, it wasn't even working. Yeah, that's all that was not. Yeah. And only one joke got me a laugh that whole night in front of 500 people. And I was sweating like a priest in front of a room full of butt naked boys. It was re- it was the worst. The worst. People were judging me as a man. They was like, are you even a man? I'm like, I walk into your car mentally like, no, we're good. You, I've seen your comedy. You can't get shit. You suck. You suck so I was in like a little rut. But then I got back on at the Howard Theater. Uh, I brought up Mickey Moore. Oh, nice. And, um... You know, I brought up, you know, brought up, said a few jokes, brought her up, and the crowd loved it. Oh, and I did it again at the Lincoln Theater, so I haven't performed. I mean, I guess performing for like three to five minutes was performing, I guess, on the stage. Yeah. I wasn't on the marquee per se, but the first time I was, and that's when I fucking killed it. <laughs> the other times, I guess because I, I was no pressure on me like that, that yeah. I was able to go out there and just do a few jokes get the crowd warmed up and then bring her out and that was great but it was a, the best opportunity I'll never take it back yeah I'll never take any of that shit back if you could do it over again would you still bring the scooter yes. out hell no <laughs> hell no I left all I just the nigga in me would have smacked that like you don't get that white shit the hell out of here. Like, what the we fuck? We don't do that shit. Right, like, what the goofy fuck? ass shit. What the fuck are you doing? Scoot now. Okay. <laughs> so, would you, is that your worst experience doing comedy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, how do you handle bombing? Like, is this something, do you just brush it off? Are you, like, sitting at home depressed? Or how do you deal with a bomb? That's tough because, I mean, you could, you could get in your head to a point where, like I was telling you a story earlier about, and I'm like, I know, I know that bomb, I was working on this, but then you start, you start questioning you as a, as a, as a human being, you know, <laughs> I'm cussing my daughter out, <laughs> like, go to bed, goddammit, shut the fuck up, she's like, why are you yelling at me, it's three in the afternoon, like, <laughs> like, a bomb last I'm night, goddammit, <laughs> you know I'm on the verge of killing everybody in this house right now, like, <laughs> that's how you feel now, me, I, get, I can get out of it quick because I'll go back and I'll listen to another set or I'll go back and just be like, man, that's funny, man. Right. That, was, that was just one night. And then the next, you, you, what it is for me is you. I have to get back up again. Yeah. Now, I don't know about some people who, because I've heard there's some comics that started out when we started. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. They just quit. Like, they just quit. Maybe they didn't have a couple great nights or maybe when they went for that audition. And yeah. They, did it and they just quit. Like, I'm not... Look, if George Burns can smoke a cigar at the age he was and still do comedy, yeah. I'm not going to stop this shit. Yeah. Something's going to something, And it's in you. Yeah, something's going to pop off. So that's what I do to deal with, with bombing. I, I yell at my daughter. <laughs> I make her feel even worse. It makes me feel better. <laughs> so, okay. So do all laughs matter? I like to ask my guests. Do all I would love to hear some of these other. I would. I would have loved to hear some of these motherfuckers' answers because I'm gonna say you goddamn right. All that man. <laughs> all that. If you could make anything into a funny ass fucking joke, I'm sorry. Do that shit. <laughs> do that. Some people can't stand Tosh point out. You know Tosh. But fuck it. That he 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 has a, You hear all the people laughing at that shit that yeah. he's coming out with his. Why are you offended? You offended? Don't go see the man. Don't go see him. That's period. Like with Dave Chappelle, like people keep saying you can't do rape jokes. I got a rape joke. 
Oh Lord, don't. I'm not gonna do it here. Oh, okay, I was getting nervous. <laughs> got nervous. See how you just got? This is like. See how you just got? Yeah. My rape joke is killer. God damn it! <laughs> I killer. You. I believe it's you. It's killer, but because of that fact, you say rape. All of a sudden, people is. <laughs> you know what I mean? What'd you say? But what? at the end of the day, was that not? Let's go to Dave Chappelle. Was that not a genius way of? I mean, he it? was funny. That joke was funny. I mean, he proved it. I mean, he rapes. But it's, <laughs> it's like with R. Kelly right now. Like, uh, no, look, I, I know, I know, it's, I know it's messed up, but at the same time, he put out amazing music. Like, <laughs> it's relationships that were saved because he has oh, sex slaves helping him out produce this great music. Can we talk about him for two seconds? Stepping in the name of love. <laughs> you cannot tell me yeah. that if you turn that bitch on in a cookout right now, everybody goes. It's gonna it. be the if, if you. Is a pimp. That's why oh, I think. Of course, that ain't nothing but pimp shit. That's what I'm saying, Martin. Yeah, he's a, he's a disgusting pimp. It's not a cult. It's a pimp. He's pimping. It's a That's pimp's it. house. What do you call a pimp's house? Stable. <laughs> it's too stable. <laughs> you call it a stable. That's what we you got call two it. motherfuckers. Two stables. stables. One in Georgia. One in Chicago. <laughs> and he's cranking out this great. That's what I'm saying. All jokes matter. Like I know people like gonna get mad at me because I'm saying this shit, but <laughs> yeah. you try to turn off stepping in the name of love in the cookout and watch you get cussed out. <laughs> watch you, watch you hit the, watch you hit the DJ table when he goes and a whole bunch of grandmamas will right. tell you to sit your dumb ass down. We were laughing about this because we were like, what you gonna do when it comes on? What was that song, Charlie? Which one was it? Ignition. 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 Like that comes on, ain't nobody gonna dance. Wrong, 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 <laughs> Like, come on. Let's not take away from the man's genius. Okay. The man did, listen, he did what he did, and maybe he stepped his perv game up. (laughs) He looked back at his life, and he was like, all right, look. I like her at 17, but I can't be with her. I'm just going to wait. All right? We're going to wait, okay? 19. Then, 19, yes. then she's mine, all right? Y'all got mad when I paid on the young bitch. So I'm going to wait till they wait. Yeah, I'm going to wait this time. Did you have, that was so crazy in that video, too, because I've never seen this done ever since then until now. And I've watched a lot of pornos. I've had a lot of sex. That motherfucker came on her. Then immediately, did you see her? Then he pissed on her. Then he came again. That right there After is amazing. Pee? Yes. Go back and see the video. I watch it a thousand times. <laughs> sometimes with my clothes on, sometimes my clothes off. Yes. Yeah. He ejaculated, then immediately peed on her. Then he ejaculated again and told her, now watch it drip. What an asshole. Hey. Hey, true story. Um, you peed on the chick? No. Oh. <laughs> the first time I, I watched that video, um, my dad brought it back to me. No, was it like a lesson in there? See, or? No, but see, here's the, the thing. The lesson was that they found out that he had the video and he just wanted to right. share, <laughs> share, share a story. And, was, and you know what's, and what's crazy is that I think that was the first major sex tape that people watched as a family. Like, yeah. I, I watched that with my sisters, my uncles. Like, we watched that. Like, we were watching, like... <laughs> The news, yeah, like, right? Like, we were like, like, oh, you know, when Underground came on, you got to go with all roots. We have to watch right. it. We have to see this. <laughs> Michael Max, you ain't seen Michael Max, right? Oh. Michael Jackson's Thriller? We watched but that. But yes, family. all 
laughs matter. And if anybody tells you differently, they can kill themselves. <laughs> Sorry, you heard it first, guys. Okay, so where do you see your comedy self in five years? Hmm. Ah, I hate to say it, but um, let's see. A white woman in every town <laughs> that I perform at. Just because I want a white woman in every town. Just to say that I can, I have, I've done that. Like I've, I've accomplished that in my life. A stable, my jokes. Of course. Oh, no, let me be serious. In five years, <laughs> even though that is I know, you're close like, to serious. But that sounds good, though. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> but in five years, I hope to be on, on someone's radio show, if not my own radio show. Mm-hmm. Or in in hopefully on a, hopefully in five years on a TV show or pushing that aspect pushing now okay I'm done comedy I'm I'm, going, I'm still doing stand up but now it's time to take that next level now it's time to go to these auditions for real now it's time to really push that push me being on the tube because. I mean, I'm gorgeous. <laughs> I was going to say, television. I have to shave now, ladies, but don't get it twisted. When I cut this, I turn into a... Richard Pryor. I know Richard Pryor. <laughs> I guess Richard Pryor, if, if he was light-skinned Fine. Look, from if Nigeria. Was yeah, if he was like light-skinned from Nigeria. You know, his mama was black. <laughs> I mean, his father, his father was Nigerian, but then his, his, his mom was white. You know, <laughs> Is that what you are? No, not at oh. all. But I picture in another life. That's probably what it is. That's you know, <laughs> I figured that's what happened. You know? I can't match with you right now. <laughs> no, but my imaginary five yeah, years from now. My imaginary. You know, they always say if you come back as someone else. Yes, my father's going to be Nigerian, <laughs> and my mom's going to be white on some like you know humanitarian mission. And then she meets him, and it all they have like hot, sweaty, you know, African uh, African uh, hut sets. <laughs> Boom! Here I am. You know. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. And now you see me on the cover of uh, I don't know Essence. I'd probably been a model. I always wanted to do that. Be a model. But I could never. I never had the. Abs. I never had the abs to like. <laughs> you know. To you like, could be like a thin model, one of those like gaunt ones. No. <laughs> like one no. Of those, one of those motherfuckers who ain't eating properly. <laughs> Sickly looking mom. No, right. you know, the ones that throw up right before they take the photo. <laughs> those, those yeah. ones. Those guys. Okay, well, I wish you the best. I hope that for you. I wish Please. that for you. <laughs> With the white women? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just so I can talk shit about you behind I know your that's back. Exactly what you're gonna do. Like Mark ain't shit. Just you. Why is that? Why do why, why do black girls hate it when? Let's just say not even with success. It's not success. Let's just say they just met each other. They're out. I'm with that. If you other. just meet each other and you fall in love, it's fine. But there's a certain percentage that that is not the case. There's some type of like social climbing. Some, you think so? Yes. Some social deficit that they feel by doing that. I just, you know, that is another topic for another show. Okay, well, right. I have a soapbox in my closet that I will pull out. I can, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> my head is nodding. Yeah. I got my finger out. I can I'm tell. Just, let me bring it in. But what we're going to do, we're going to switch gears a little bit. All right. We're going to do a little segment I would like to call Ask Mark Carter. Please. Okay? Mark has been in a relationship for... Ever. <laughs> and he tends to have a very unique perspective. I don't even put. I don't, I don't even know what the title to put on it. It's my baby mother, my wife, my fiance. It's all that. It's all that, you know. Okay, so here I will read you a scenario, and then you will give us your advice. All right. Okay. 
Dear Mark, mm. I've been dating this guy for almost 18 months, and I know he's cheating on me. Right. He says it's my fault because I gained 25 pounds since we've been together. I don't even want to look in the mirror anymore because I feel so fat and disgusting. We haven't had sex in a few months. My boyfriend says he'll pay for me to get a gastric bypass just so he can touch me again. For 25 pounds. Pa- okay, I'm sorry. This is not Ask Tony. This is Ask yeah, Mark. Is- <laughs> Good Lord. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll, I will read that again. Read that again. My boyfriend says he'll pay for me to get a ba- gastric bypass just so he can touch me again. Mm-hmm. I do love him, and I think once I lose the weight, we'll be back to normal. The worst part is, the more he stresses me about being too fat, Mm -hmm. the more I eat. And yes, I used to be a pretty woman. Should I let him pay for the surgery? Signed, Fatty McFatty. Um, to answer Fatty's question, um, (laughs) yes. You get him to pay for the surgery and stop eating with your fat ass and suck (laughs) his dick, okay? That's what's wrong with women sometimes. Remember that episode of Martin? Where she stayed home and shit, and all of a sudden he came in there. She was like, "Oh, what's up?" Oh, her hair all wild and shit. He's like, "What the fuck is going on?" She's like, "I got my man." See, that's what happens. You want motherfuckers end up getting your man, and you don't put the work in to keep that man. You have to be on that treadmill, bitch. You gotta be putting bonbons down, goddammit. And you have to have your dick sucking skills on point, goddamn. That's if you want to keep a man. That's what you want to keep. You. That's how you keep your man, Fatty McFatty. <laughs> Just three levels of this shit, okay? Okay. Keep that weight down. Suck that dick. <laughs> suck that shut the fuck up. Like, that's <laughs> the simplest fucking shit ever. And I don't know why women haven't figured this shit out yet. Well, thank you for sharing because I was confused at that. You know, I thought a man, I thought a man, like, if you gain weight, he should still kind of, like, be around. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who? I mean, so the man can get weight, but the woman can't. I'm not in the fatties. <laughs> and if I was, I wouldn't have got with you. I would have got with Gabrielle Sudebe, okay? That's why I've been fucking. I met you, and that's who I fell in love with. And then you turn into fucking Roseanne Barr. <laughs> not the later Roseanne Barr. I'm talking about early right. motherfucking the one, yeah. baseball the national big one. anthem. Yeah. I didn't meet you that day. I can't stand women say that. I, got, I gained some weight. Now, I could see if you had a baby... And you gained weight that way, and it was hard for you to get it off. Right. But I mean, come on now. If you just eating, come stop on it. now, stop. stop it. That's your fault. And if he's fucking around on you, then that's your fault. Okay, ladies, you hear it. It's not always the nicest message, but it's a message. It's a message. Okay, let's try another one. You want to do another one? Oh, of course. Roll it. Because the people need to know this. <laughs> and thank you, Essence, for giving us these scenarios. Please. Okay, dear Mark. My man keeps calling me a nigger bitch during sex, and I hate it. I've been married for a year, and I'm at my wit's end. My investment banker husband is from white, old money family, and I'm a first-generation black American woman whose family is from the island of Jamaica. We met at a reunion for the Ivy League school we both attended, and he proposed in six months. We have the picture-perfect fantasy life. He wines and dines me, we travel and shop the globe. Unlike all of the black men I've dated in the past, my husband is generous, loyal, committed, and considerate. But he calls you a nigger. Uh, uh, sorry, this is sorry. Not Tony. This is not. <laughs> this is I'm sorry. 
He courted me and I never have to pay for anything. He said I could quit my job and I did. He makes me feel like a woman. A nigger bitch woman, oh, bitch. Oh, oh sorry. This is just, sorry. <laughs> calm down. Focus. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read these beforehand? Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe I you just... should prep yourself beforehand. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, back back to the host. <clears throat> I'm a little embarrassed to share a problem. Just the first time he let the N-word drop was during sex in our honeymoon. When I reacted negatively, he explained that a black woman he dated in the past enjoyed being called Rachel Slurs. Another time he joked that he purchased my freedom. He also speculated about whether his family could have owned mine because I have good hair. This is real. This is real. Then he made jokes about my pubic hair. He called it my Negro bush and referred to himself as a nigger lover. <laughs> he says, I'm being overly sensitive because he loves me to death and should get a black pass for marrying me. I told him that I don't appreciate these comments and he says that my friends and family probably use the N-word all the time. See, you know what? Okay. He also asked why black people can use the word he cannot. I don't use the word or believe in the nigga nigger differentiation. Neither does my family. I am too embarrassed to tell anyone about this because I know they might say that's what she gets for marrying a white man. Every time we try having sex again, the slurs fly. Our sex life is pretty much over right now because I pretend to be asleep every time my sexy, handsome man wants to be with me. I feel completely turned off. I love my husband deeply, so please don't tell me to leave him because that's not what I want to do. Then, bitch, why? Okay. Sorry. All right. My husband was my first interracial <laughs> relationship. Please tell me racial slurs aren't normal between interracial couples. I would like to figure this out before we have any kids, but I can't afford to leave him and still maintain my lifestyle. Oh. How can I regain my sexual attraction for my husband? Signed, wait for it, black and proud. Ooh. Okay, so, um, look here, nigga, bitch. Um, <laughs> why the fuck are you writing in the essence with this bullshit if you ain't gonna leave him? You know what we gonna say? Leave that motherfucker. That motherfucker is racist. He, yeah, he know what he loves. He loves fucking nigger bitches. That's what he loves fucking. That's what he loves fucking. He loves fucking nigger bitches, and he just happened to marry one who was cool with him fucking knowing that he loves fucking nigger bitches. You know what? She, somebody needs to sit her down and show her 12 Years a Slave. Not the whole movie. Just the, just the just part. Just the part with the sub. Just the part. No. We're going to start from the part where we first see the new master and he's teaching and then go on down the line and then show the rape scene right. and just show this is exactly what your nigga bitch loving white boy ass <laughs> is going is, through. Is, is, is. This is this guy. I don't know. This is ridiculous. Bitch, kill yourself. <laughs> but don't please don't have any kids. Please don't have any kids. Is not okay. Please don't have any kids. Cause I see what's gonna happen. One of them sons is gonna murder his ass. And I can't believe that the the, the family anybody. That was a deep one. That's deep. But at the same time, hey, if she don't want to leave him, and she says that that money is crazy. Money will twist your mind. Yeah, and has her like fuck it. I I I'll get called a nigga bitch every now and again. Well, maybe, okay, if you don't want to leave him, okay, all right. If you don't want to leave him, just maybe ask him to scale down the, the phrases. nigga. The nigga. Maybe, if he, just say, don't put nigga in there. Just call me a bitch. Like, some women like be called a bitch every now and then when, when you're having sex, right? Like, if I pull your hair. <laughs> and call me a bitch? I'm I don't not, know. Pull, no, if, I, if, if you into it, I'm hitting that shit like a goddamn Mandingo warrior, <laughs> right? 
And I'm pulling your hair a little, like, like, you know, like, you know how you women like it. Not too tough, but, but not a too little snug. snug. A little uh-huh. snug. And I'm like, mm, how you like this dick, bitch? You know. That is a little much for me. But that's some women much. like it. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Maybe if he scaled that back <laughs> and just say that. like. But I feel like he needs to have the slur there. So what if he said black bitch? That's too much. That, that alone. Because she don't want to leave him. So maybe we could get Moreno some or Brown bitch. Look at this sexy eggplant. <laughs> My little brown boo. My little beautiful big chocolate eggplant. She needs to say chocolate. Chocolate. Okay. Chocolate. Chocolate is good. A chocolate bitch. There you what, go. What if he said Nubian slut? There you That's go. That's better. It's like give and take. That's softer. And did you see how her face turned? Yeah, her face it. lit up. Okay. <laughs> I could take a I slut. Nubian slut. Slut is about as deep as I'm gonna as go with it. Go. Because Cause they're all some sluts at the end of the day. <laughs> 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 at the end of the day. <laughs> so so that's what. So okay, don't. Funny. <laughs> but it's the truth. So to her answer, <laughs> if she don't want to leave him, just try to maybe have him scale back on the slurs. Not so rough. Not so harsh, like you said, Nubian, like the Nubian slut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my, 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 my chocolate uh, whore, you know. All of those. All of those. Okay. All right. One more. All right, one more. One more. Dear Mark, today I had a pregnancy scare. The problem is, if I were, I wouldn't know who the father is. I'm not one of those who's the daddy women on Maury. I'm a 39-year-old lawyer with no children. I have been told that I'm nice to look at, and I resemble a petite Tyra with short Halle hair. She's lying already. <laughs> a petite Tyra. Okay. <clears throat> I used to brush off my extensive sexual experiences as booty calls, one-night stands, friends with benefits, and hooking up. I felt empowered. Then my behavior started affecting my life. I have had numerous abortions. I have had STDs. Thankfully, nothing permanent. I've slept with coworkers. My marriage and prior engagement failed because I cheated. My friends joke that I should write a book about my crazy experiences, but at this point, I'm just sick and tired of feeling like a joke. I need sex two or three times a day at a minimum. Sex toys and porn aren't cutting it anymore. I crave it all the time and can't resist anybody, male or female, who hits on me. Even the men I meet online are surprised at how far I'll go. Most of the time I hate this. Sometimes I try to embrace it. I usually just feel like a junkie afterwards. I'm lonely and confused. Help me, please. Miss Promiscuous. Um, Miss Promiscuous, my phone number is 202 uh, Hit me in the DM. Hit me, yeah, hit my Mr. Van Carter on, on, on Instagram. <laughs> my Carter on Facebook. Like, hit me up, bitch. Like, you freaked out like that? First of all, god damn. <laughs> Please do write a fucking book. Second of all, the only thing I'm going to say is live your life however you want to live it, but do protect yourself. That's the one thing, everybody. Protect your fucking self. But don't ever be ashamed that you're a freak hoe out here like that. Suck all that dick. Eat that pussy. Lick them titties. Lick ass. Do all that. Don't ever be ashamed of who you are. Because it ain't going to still listen. And then you tell that man that you get with, look, motherfucker, I'm a freak. So, if you can't, you know, get with get it, with it, then I'm going to be finding other motherfuckers who I can get with and don't be mad. But don't be ashamed, girl. Just protect yourself. That's all. See, Just Mark is a heart, guys. He gives great advice. That's it. Protect yourself, but suck all that dick. Eat all that pussy. <laughs> God damn. 
She say anybody, man, woman, motherfuckers online. <laughs> this in essence? Yeah. This is a black girl. Well, we don't know. We don't know she's black. But more than likely. But more than likely, she liked if she ain't. She, she said Tyra and Hallie. Yeah. She didn't say But if she Rebecca. was white, she liked black dudes. She writing an essence. So. <laughs> right. Miss Promiscuous. Damn, I wish they had a profile picture or something. I well, don't. you got the visual. A petite Tyra. She lied she like shit. Ain't nobody want to look fat like no petite Tyra. Yeah. <laughs> fat as a mother. Because you just squish all them six foot legs down like. You look like. Basically, that. that's what uh, Wendy Williams looks like. <laughs> Well, thank you, Mark, for playing. We're going to yes. have you back. That was great. Yes. That was great. The last thing back. I want to do is to induct you into the Cafe Nima Hall of Fame. Thank you. Yay! Cafe Nima, Tickle Me Tuesdays, you were a loyal guest. You were also, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but the very first time I did comedy, guys. Well, I wasn't a guest. No. You hosted, I mean, you performed at Nima, right? Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a, that, that was my place of... That's my goddamn birth. I meant like a stage person. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that was that was that was my place of yes. Yes, that was that was where I was birthed as a comedian. Yes, I mean not birthed, but that's where I was being raised. And yes, it's so damn, good. It's so good. It's like nothing out here like it. And the people oh. now have no idea. No, I think because because like you said, comedy in DC is different now. Like it's not any. I don't think it's any real camaraderie. Any real like you know what I'm saying? We all out here. Not to be famous, we all out here because we just want to tell jokes and we like making people laugh. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing that the people when I was watching when I came in the game, the people that are successful with that shit is the ones that they, you know, Seton was down to earth. Roy was down to earth. Like it wasn't no like, oh, I've done this TV show. I did. Roy was matter of fact, Roy had just done a Comedy Central what thirty minutes mm-hmm. prior to you know what I'm saying. I'm walking down the street with him. He's acting like the nothing's same new. Nothing's new. Yeah. Like you know, now you get these comics who they they get on a showcase with a fucking. <laughs> it, it's not even aired. No one's ever gonna even remember. Nobody even put, bought a ticket unless you're gonna see it on the, on your gram if you go down. But I can't go back on your gram like three four months down the line. No. Right. But, <laughs> like I said. Thank you, because back then, it was a whole different atmosphere, a whole different vibe. I wish I could go back to that, but I just keep myself in that vibe, in that place. Just think, when I go out, have fun, and the people who uh, I fuck with on a true, genuine basis, they know it. Yeah. They know it. Yeah, we're going to have, like, a plaque. Your name's going to be in gold. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully one day it'll be something It's special. crazy, because there's a lot of those comics. That's, oh, I think... I think it's like even only me and Tim and Jason is like still like around around. I mean, because everybody else is basically moved. Winning. Yeah, they moved. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, at the end of the day, we're winning. All winning. Yeah. On different level, but they all moved. We know like Aaron and, and even Keith moved for a minute. Mm-hmm. Aaron moved and Samson moved. Roy moved. Seed moved. That's what the fuck we got. Jermaine here. moved. Jermaine, we gotta get the fuck out. You gotta move. We gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't say it on the air. They're gonna steal it. Right. right. <laughs> I'm saying the blueprint, goddammit. Right. And that blueprint LA. is. I'm like, yo, we gotta get the fuck. We're gonna talk about that later. But yeah, goddammit. The record. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, thank you for putting me in that. Cause yes. Like I said, I, I love that place. And the you very know, first time I did comedy, Mark was there to talk me off the ledge. Oh, yeah. You was ready. You was, you was, I don't know what the hell you was ready to do. I was scared. You was ready I to pull, still get scared. You was ready to pull a Chris Bennington. <laughs> yeah. See? 
that was a suicide joke. Oh. And you laughed. But I didn't know who that was. Uh, Chester. Chester. Chris. Now look. Wrong name. See that? <laughs> didn't... No, because they called him Chris, too. They called him oh. Chris. But I'm big... Were you a fan? Humongous uh. Lincoln Park fan. Humongous. Like, I, I ain't even gonna lie. It hurt. I fucking teared up. Because oh, I was, because I came off, I came off of doing the live stream, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I came off, I just, you know, pulled up Instagram, face like you do, and all of a sudden, Chester Bennington dead at 41. I was like, bullshit. Oh, I was no. like, nah, because somebody posted it, and I was like, nah, that's some bullshit. So then I went straight to TMZ, because you know, you go straight to TMZ. That's got, where it, it is. They got that. What you what the, what the ladies call it? The T. <laughs> the T. This fucking word too, Sean. I'm sick of this shit. We do. We like that T, honey. Anyway, so I went to it, and yes, lo and behold, when Mike, uh, uh, when when Mike Sh- uh, Shirol, Sh- Shadona, when he posted the tweet, and t- and TMZ went with it, I was like, and then I'm looking at it, and I'm like. I'm like getting, I'm getting emotional now because that motherfucker, because that, I mean, his music at one point, I was fucked up in the early 2000s, like coming out of high school and then selling, then then wanting to run the streets and shit like that, and my friend uh, being shot by the police and me being homeless, like that hybrid theory album, it helped me through a lot. Even it was that shit is dark if you listen to it. That shit helped me out a lot. I mean, I was fucking. Living underneath the goddamn North Capitol uh, bus stop at one point because I ain't had nowhere to go. Like, Damn. I've been through some rough shit, and that album helped me out a lot. That album helped me out a lot. And when I heard that news, I was like, what the fuck? Damn, I'm sorry to hear that. If you know what it was, I think that album incorporated black folks into rock. So, a lot of folks. Which album? Okay, so I'm, I'll listen to Hybrid. it. Hybrid. Hybrid. Because you know what it incorporated? It incorporated rap. Yeah, and incorporated rock and just gathered this whole group of people that didn't normally listen to rock, but they were like, "Man, uh, I feel this shit." Oh, mm-hmm. you got some people who didn't normally listen to rap, yeah, and was like, "And now they're I'm feeling to it." Rap. And now the two worlds had had collided. Now you see, you see, if you went to a Lincoln Park concert. It, it was a cornucopia of people there because it was like they they just brought all nationalities together for for, for just having fun at music. More, uh, two questions: Didn't did Jay Z do an album with them? Yeah. Okay, and then yeah, and which then. Was the, which was dope and the, and the easiest shit ever. You know all yeah. they done was? Yeah. All they done was, hey, uh, we ain't gonna rewrite a fucking thing. <laughs> we just rap over this. We just this. gonna rap over this shit. You got that beat? You got that? Right. Yeah, no. I like crawling. Matter of fact, I'll do uh, my song off uh, Reasonable Doubt to Crawling, and then we just gonna take it there. Whatever. And then they went on tour with this shit. We come so Let's speed it up. Yeah, let's speed it up. That's all. No, I'm, okay, I got that. I got that. I got something for that. It was off Reasonable Doubt. We gonna get this Don't money. Worry, we gonna get this, get this, get this, this money. Get this bread. And, and I fucked that. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I'm like, wait a minute. I got both albums. Why don't I just play both of them at the same time? <laughs> right. Instead of going behind the shit. They <laughs> sold me, goddammit. They got you. Got me. Okay, so the second question is, is it the name of the album, the group from like Lincoln Park in Chicago, right? Weren't they from Chicago? No. Okay, Mark, we're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna just thank you for man, coming. I'm gonna put fun. you. Yeah, we're just gonna put you on that Hall of Fame. You I really appreciate you, you, you coming. Know, you know what you should do? What's that? You should somehow, some way, at the end of the day, I think, I swear to God, if you could pull this shit off, that'll be one of the biggest shows that DC probably has ever seen. Shut up, Mark. Oh, we're putting oh, that on shit. the show. Oh, shit. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> 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 it's been lovely. <laughs>
You are like my brother. I love having you on. We're going to definitely have you back. Please, I would love to come back. This was fucking fun. Fucking fun. Yes. Because we got more to talk about. We got to talk about comedy egos and stealing oh jokes. Oh, my God. But it's, that'll be part two. Yes. We haven't even, we didn't even discussed some of the social shit that's going on with no. that. I swear to God. Every day I wake up, I'm like, eh, hey, this can't be true. I, I, I'm starting to think either Radar Online is owned by somebody who owes somebody in Hollywood major favors yeah. for them to get for them the to, info so quick. Yeah, it's so quick, and it's like they're not even saying allegedly. They just like, oh, he did that. He's like, yeah, he like Kanan. Oh, he did. Oh, oh, oh he, he did, that did that shit. Oh, he did that shit. Radar <laughs> <laughs> Online, and I'm like, every day I'm like, God damn, Radar. You mean to tell me Usher has green boogers coming out his penis? <laughs> and Kevin Hart fucking in the car. Yeah, like what? But yeah, this has been great. We, I definitely got to come back. Yes. Okay, thanks for coming, boo. We out. Peace!